You're listening to Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. Hey, welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. Hey, guys, it's a great week here at the Wyatt Law Studios. We appreciate you tuning in and being a part of this cause and this legacy. So thank you so much. This week, LaVon, this is a big week for you. You've, uh, yeah. you've got the ring of honor that mm-hmm. you get to be inducted into Saturday. We're all going to be over there excited yes. to see them rip that uh, sheet off of the stadium and unveil your name on right. there. Wow. Your family name going on the stadium at Death Valley. That's yeah. awesome. So talk a little bit about that. And then okay. what you've been up to a little this well, week. Well, uh, you know, this, uh, the ceremony is going to be um, this Saturday at 730 before the boys run down the hill. And I'm excited about it. My family's going to be there. My old high school coach is going to be oh, there. Cool, and, cool. Um, you know, I, I wish my parents uh, could be there, but they're in heaven right now, and they'll be able to see it. Um, wish Keisha could be here at this moment, but Kennedy's going to be there, so it's going to be really nice, and um, I'm going to enjoy it and, you know, trying to embrace it, but, you know, really, I, I want this whole Ring of Honor, man, to bring a lot of great attention to the Football Hall of Fame, and I was able to this um, last week, go to see the Furman Paladins. And um, I was invited by Coach Wright. And I talked to those guys a little bit, man. It was a lot of fun. It really was. That's awesome. You know, I, I uh, congratulations again, the Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I appreciate the, the, the fact that you want to use that platform to help promote the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame and the calls. That really, to me, is inspiring. And it's one of the reasons why you're inducted into this Hall of Fame. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you being a part of this. And you talked to the, uh, the guys, Carico Wright, coaching over there at Furman, mm-hmm. uh, obviously invited you to come speak to the players. And what was it that, uh, what was the message that you were able to give to them? You know, we, we talked about being committed to the team and actually playing for something a little bigger for you. Um, one of the things when I got into the NFL, what I what I really embraced was playing for the win and playing for my fellow teammates. And you get to a point in your life where you realize that this thing is really not about you at all. It's about giving. It's about giving to others. And I think once more people get that, this is going to be a better world. And so we talked about that um, to the guys and really got a nice response from them. Yep. You, know, you never know what college guys, how yep. they're going to react to you. But um, those guys really responded pretty well. So I was pretty happy about that. I was I was graced to be in the audience and I thought, you know, you said, hey, you know, I'm an old dude. How many of you know who I am? But I think they really did know who you are. I mean, well, he, he probably prepped them. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, the cool thing, though, is if you show them love and if you give back to them and they'll look you up and like, oh man, you you did this and you did that. But that wasn't the important thing. The most important thing was to share the knowledge and experience I had throughout my years. And I call it being a a time traveler, going back in time and talking to these young kids about what to look out for and, you know, things to really work on and trying to get them better and trying to get them committed. So that's that's great. Some inspiration. So what about you, Mikey Football? We have a special interview uh, coming up. Tell us a little bit about Mr. Paul Kenamore. Absolutely. First humanitarian of the year of our organization. Uh, we kind of call it the the uh, Kenamore. Mm-hmm. Uh, always been a huge support of ours. One of our first board members as well. Uh, uh, so guy that's been around with us for a long time. But one of the things that I walked away from in this interview was just 
his spirit of giving back mm -hmm. and using his platform and the people he knows to bring joy to other people and if to me that summarizes what Paul Kenmore is all about so I thought that that was really special to be able to let him talk about those type things the things that he's been able to do in yeah. his life yeah, it's very an incredible good. story yeah. it really is Paul Kenmore is an incredible story and now one thing about Paul you're right Mike he did so much for us and those around us that everybody wanted to come up with an award to give to him and that's yeah. how we developed this yep. humanitarian of the year award and we want to inspire like Levon said we want to inspire people to invest in the community and give back and that's why we're always looking for someone to honor as the humanitarian of the year and this year if you'd like to uh promote somebody for that certainly we l allow all of our members to do that and so being a member of the south carolina football hall of fame has its privileges scfootballhof.org so go sign up become a member we appreciate that. And listen, in this interview, you'll hear Paul Kenmore talk about a number of things, including Don King. You'll hear him talking about uh, <laughs> President Jimmy Carter, uh, Joe Frazier, and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Paul Kenmore is really a renaissance man. He's yes. done a lot, as, as you just mentioned, for us, but for South Carolina and so many others. So stick, stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. Hey, this is Fisher DeBerry, and I have uh, joined the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame, and I certainly hope that you'll do so also. These guys are doing a great job promoting the great game of football and how important it is in our state today. Hi, this is Paul Kenmore. You're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. We're in studio today on location at the Hemp Farm. Danny Ford's Hemp Farm, and we're with his good friend, Paul Kenimore, who was also our first Humanitarian of the Year. It is our honor and pleasure. And uh, let me turn it over to you, Levon. Take it oh, away. Thank you very much. Uh, we are here at the Hemp Farm, and we're here with <laughs> one of Danny Ford's best friends, Paul Kenimore. Now, Paul, we're going we're gonna to do a little softball question, now, a little uh, easy question. What is your favorite restaurant, and what's your go-to meal at that restaurant? In Clemson or anywhere? Anywhere. Chop House. Chop House. What do you like to get from the Chop House? I like the Chop House too. Filet mignon. Ooh. There you go. Nice. And you know what? I gave up red meat and now I think I'm going to go back to Chop House. <laughs> I, think he, I think he will too. Yeah, I think I will too. <laughs> well, I mean, Paul, you're looking very dapper today. How you doing? You doing good? I'm doing fine. Oh, doing man. Fine. Now, that orange shirt, you know, it's hard for me to find anything orange in my size. Where can I get an orange shirt like that? Burlington Coat. <laughs> Burlington Coat Factory. Now, that's a, you know, that's an uh, advertisement. We could probably use them as a sponsor. That's right. <laughs> make a great one. Yeah, yeah make yeah. a great one. Hey. We got the Chop House. We got Burlington. We're, yeah, we're on the roll. We're that's getting right. the roll. <laughs> now, you were our first uh, humanitarian. Um, can you tell us how that made you feel when you got that award from us? Humbling, humble, humbling, humble. Really? Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, listen, there's a million more people more worthy to receive that award than I did. No way. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am honored and humble. Yes. Uh, I, I, I got uh, choked up and uh, I'm choked up now because. Uh, uh, again, there's just so many great people out there doing great things, but uh, again, I, I accept it with a, 
wonderful heart uh, mm-hmm. uh, about it, uh, particularly with David. Uh, he's done so much for so many people. Right. My buddy Mike Foster, and now since you've come on, uh, I'm your buddy too now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time I see you, it's a handshake and a man up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Now, um, talking of Danny Four, now, how did you two meet? Like, what happened? I mean, I want to know this because you guys seem to be really good friends, and I always like a good origin story. So, can you tell me the time that you and Danny Ford met? Met in uh, 98 uh, at a school in Charleston mm-hmm. that was having a fundraiser for the uh, athletic program. Okay. And uh, I met Danny there. Uh, he'd always been my hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 40 years, I'd been a Gamecock. Please, what? Please forgive me. Please oh, forgive my me. goodness. He said that wearing an orange shirt, by the way. Wearing an orange shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were a Gamecock, but yeah. Danny saved you, kind of like if you go to church. Hey. They get saved. Yes. You get saved from being a game cocked into nothing like that. A, a <laughs> no, really tell us the story. Well, uh I, I met Danny down there for the first time that I ever met him. Mm-hmm. Uh and um I he couldn't get rid of me because once he spoke to me I stayed hooked to him and right. you know, he tried to get me away. He said, Why don't you go home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Jew's like, no way. Don't you have something to do? <laughs> He's like, yeah, hanging out with you. And um, anyway, uh, I'd come up here about probably three days a week mm-hmm. with my buddy uh, Jack over there. Jack Mitchell, retired highway patrol. Hey, state Jack. Trooper. Yeah, Jack's awesome. And um, he's uh, been with me through all my ordeal and everything. And he takes care of me, drives mm-hmm. me around wherever I need to go. But uh, we we come up in three plus uh, days up in wow. and hang out with Danny and uh, do whatever little things we can for him. But uh, again, he's uh, been a wonderful friend, and uh, you couldn't ask for a, a better person than Coach Forward. I d- totally agree. Now I heard at one point in time you were a really good mechanic, like you could fix anything. Now where did you get that from? Got that from my dad. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went into outdoor power equipment business. We right. sold Toro and Husqvarna mowers. And uh, I just uh, always like to see what makes something tick, if you will. Right. And uh, So uh, I just enjoyed it, and uh, it was a good life and a, a good, uh, good living. Right. So did Coach Ford ever, like, Paul, I need you to fix something. Paul, I need you to do something. All the time. All the time? <laughs> All the time. You're Still t- doing it, right? All the time. <laughs> you telling me that Daddy Ford couldn't fix anything? He wasn't I, a good I, mechanic? I played the fifth. <laughs> I played the fifth. You played the fifth. Okay. So now, with you, Coach Ford and Jack, what are some of the favorite things you guys like to do you say you guys come here like every you know coming here three times a week what are some of the things you guys like to do sit under the oak tree mm-hmm. go to Dyer's restaurant and right. get something to eat yes go to max drive-in oh max yeah. oh yes i remember yeah. max so uh we just like to hang out and do like we're doing right now talking oh, yeah. and talking about what's going on in the world and mm-hmm what's happened with who and the sick and the afflicted and uh, you, right. know, you know coach wyke uh, his sickness uh, danny was concerned about that right. uh, interested to see yes. 
how Coach Wack was doing. And, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you know, we had him on the show, and it was an yeah. incredible interview, and we really enjoy him. And I heard he's doing pretty good, so that's good news. Yeah, that's what I hear, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Paul, t- tell us about, you know, you worked at Husqvarna or a uh, retailer. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you've, you're on our board of advisors today, and you've given us a lot of uh, advice when it comes to promotion and promoting. And so I know that you have been around uh, uh, Larry Holmes, and he was represented by one of the biggest and greatest promoters of all time, Don King. And your dad, I think you told me a story about your dad in a chainsaw promotion. So tell us a little bit about promotion, the promotion business, and maybe that story or another story that that you can remember uh, about promotions or what you might have learned from your dad or Mr. King or anything you want to tell about. Well, I learned a lot from both men. Yeah. Even though Don King was considered uh, somewhat of a shady person. (laughs) Uh, and he was, but uh, he, he knew how to promote, and he right. did promote. Great promoter. Um, the world's greatest, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, of what he accomplished, and uh, uh, even continued to still do on a small scale. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting back to my dad, we, he started in business in 1946, and he was the uh, Poland chainsaw distributor for the state of South Carolina. Wow. Poland. Yeah, okay. Poland. And... Uh, that's what we started out as, and then in uh, 81, uh, they canceled about 75% of all that distributors, and mm-hmm. so I went into retail business, but uh, having the opportunity to travel the state of South Carolina, call on 120 dealers, uh, that was an eye-opening experience and gave me an education in itself there. So uh, just learning through that program was... Uh, uh, truly a blessing to me. Talk, now, you talk about pulling chainsaws. Talk about the president. Who was the president? And there was a, a, a... You told me a story about your dad sending a Poland chainsaw to the White House. Oh, yes, yes. That was when Jimmy Carter was there. And uh, <laughs> uh, Amy, uh, who was a small child at the time, uh, had mentioned on a radio show that she wanted a chainsaw for Christmas. Wow. And uh, so my daddy uh, uh, arranged that for her, sent it to her, and uh, he got a picture back from Amy and Jimmy Carter and the entire Carter family and the staff and uh, uh, sent it, autographed it, sent it back to us. And my dad did that for a promotion. Wow. Uh, you know, they, they, people thought that he was doing it for her but he was doing it to get promotion. And we, we got calls from Dallas, Texas, uh, California, you know, Oregon, uh, the, the entire nation. And we got the letters and, and everything from them. Uh, and I, I would have never believed that, that we would got that type of uh, advertisement. Yeah, you, you were kind of wondering why your dad was doing it, but after you saw the promotion, you said, hey, dad ain't was, quite as, as yeah, slow man. as I thought he was. That was yeah. slow. <laughs> That was oh, yeah. extremely smart. Yeah. Talk, talk about, if you will, Mike, you, you made a good, uh, you, you were the first commissioner, athletic commissioner in South Carolina. Is that correct? Yes, myself and Chris Otopoulos, who is the USA Olympic boxing coach. And y'all started wow. the basically the athletic commission in the state of South Carolina. Is that right? Yes, there was no uh, rules or regulations concerning anybody boxing. You could put a... 
Uh, LeVon Kirkland in the ring with a 10-year-old guy that weighed 50 pounds. Uh, uh, there was just no rules or regulations. And so we came, and um, in fact, Nick the Lieutenant Governor Nick Theodore was instrumental in helping us and get, getting the job done because 60 Minutes had done a documentary on South Carolina and it was blasting it uh, mm. because, again, there was no commission to regulate it. So anything goes. In boxing. Yes. And y'all started something to help control the boxing. Yes, we collected money in a King Edward shoe box, and uh, Chris the Topless and myself, uh, we did it uh, basically uh, to, be, to begin with by ourselves. And uh, then when the state took it over, they had to have, I think, 18 people that came in. <laughs> so we did it with two guys. We paid our own way, the hotels, motels, uh, gasoline expense. And, and did y'all not issue, or didn't you issue a, a, a license to Muhammad Ali? Yes, we did. Tell us about that. Well, he, he came to South Carolina and he wanted a license, but he was using South Carolina. <laughs> what year was this? That was uh, 1969. So 1969, and, and Muhammad Ali had been banned from boxing in Vegas, mm -hmm. right? Because he didn't go to war, is that right? What yes. was Yes, he, he was stripped of the title three and a half years, which this day and time would be an outcry. Uh, I was crying out then because I mean, he was getting raped and robbed. Yep. Uh, they should not have been able to do that, but they did, and uh, you know he paid for it dearly. Uh, but uh, he uh, came down to South Carolina. Yeah, that was '69, and. Uh, he was just used in South Carolina, so if they we gave him a license, then Georgia would give him a license, and that's who he fought. His first fight on the comeback was 1969, 1970 with Jerry Corey, uh, and he won that fight, and Georgia gave him... Uh, so, but y'all gave him the license first. Yes. That's pretty mm -hmm. awesome right there. Now, that's, that's a part of history. history. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, doubt. Yeah. no doubt. I mean, there's stories like that. I mean, we can talk for a month and still not run out of great right. inside stories with Paul Kenamore. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, football and making a difference through football and, mm -hmm. and, and what that means to you. I mean, you've been very supportive of the Hall of Fame. Why are you supporting us and, uh, and, and how, does, how do you see it? Well, because of what you guys are doing, uh, what you're doing right now, mm -hmm. and with LeVon coming on board, that's a big plus. Yes, big it plus. is. Huge. Uh, and uh, I, I see what seed that y'all have sown, uh, and as Danny said, he wasn't sure about whether it was going to make it, and it's bringing forth some fruit now that people are beginning to see. So uh, we thank you for all the work you do, David, Mike, and yeah. LeVon. Oh, thank you. Again. Yeah. Thank uh, you. But uh, I can remember the days when uh, it was rough and, uh, <laughs> you know, things weren't uh, so easy. But uh, you kept your head up and uh, continued to promote and uh, do goodwill among so many people. And, uh, you know, it uh, keeps kids off the street. It helps them uh, do things that mm -hmm. they can accomplish. It uh, helps them to be a better person in the world and, and do good for others. Yeah. And you've used that as kind of a way, f 
since you've been retired and been able to travel around using your Rolodex of people, you've been able to connect uh, people with, with Coach Sweeney and with other uh, big names here in South Carolina to help uh, bring causes, help with causes, make money for causes and stuff like that. Tell me how that passion uh, came about and, and when you realize, well, shoot, uh, these people can help make a difference uh, in other people's lives and, and put a smile on their face. Well, I think any time that somebody can help someone else in, in need is always a great cause uh, for anybody. And uh, just simply uh, going out and if you can't do it, uh, so many times I have not been able to do things uh, regardless of for whatever reason. But I know somebody that does uh, have a commitment and will do it. And so I can bring them on board, even though I might not do it or can't do it. Sure. I, I, I've got contacts that will do it. Sure. Well, we really appreciate everything you've yep. done. I mean, it's amazing. And, um, you know, I've only known you for a few short years. And um, besides Danny Ford, I'm probably like your second best friend, right? Number one, basically. <laughs> you see that, Coach Red Ford? <laughs> yeah. And you always call me Laverne every once in a while. So keep me straight. Now, now, Paul, now, I know that Danny earlier said that he doesn't ever say who his favorite player was. But you've heard him talk about who his favorite player was. Tell us that story. Uh, I had some friends over one night with mm-hmm. about 15 of us. And um, I called Danny on the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, Danny... Who was the best player that ever played for you? Right. He said, you at your house and you got a room full of people, right? <laughs> I said, yes. He said, you know, you put me on the spot. Right. You put me on the spot. Yeah, I can't do that. They're going to go tell everybody then that somebody's going to be mad. I said, well, you, you already told. He said, no, I hadn't. He said, all right, I'm going to say it. And he said, LeVon. Really? Wow, that's amazing. Yes. So, oh, so wow. Danny Ford told you with witnesses, LeVon Kirkland, best player yes. ever. Oh, man, that is so nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you your $20 later. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was $30. $30? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we discussed on 20 How about 25 <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you a 10% discount. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That is pretty cool. I didn't really know that. I didn't know that. I mean, he has so many great players. And you got to understand, I came from such a humble place and – to uh, be on the team with Danny Ford and him calling me Laverne and then later on Laverne. It was great. I mean, it was a, a it was an amazing experience that I had at Clemson. He called, my, he called me anything he wants as long as he called my name. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's what I said. He's fantastic. So anything, Paul, that you want to say to the listeners that, that we hadn't asked you about? Something, a question that LeVon should have asked you? <laughs> yes, I would say uh, for everyone to, to be sure and join the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> and the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's right. And uh, really to support the, this cause and to do whatever you can. And whatever you can give will be greatly appreciated. Appreciated uh, by you helping us, we can help other people. So uh, God bless you, and we appreciate you. 
That's fantastic. All right, for all of us here at the Inside Blitz with Levon Kirkland, live from Danny Ford's Hemp Farm, do you know how much fun I've had on this interview? And of oh, course, yeah. I love Paul Kenmore, Mikey Foster, uh, we call him Mikey Football, and Levon Kirkland, the man, just like uh, Paul said, has been a huge uh, support for the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. And uh, we appreciate you, brother. Ring of Honor is going to be special. So you're listening to the Inside Blitz with Levon Kirkland, and be sure and tune in next week same place and we'll be right back you're listening to inside blitz with levon kirkland all right well welcome back to the inside blitz with levon kirkland i'm your co-host david wyatt along with uh, mikey football foster and of course the man the myth the legend levon kirkland in studio with us what a great interview with our good friend paul kenamore oh, yeah a little different uh here at the wyatt law studios today that was inside of uh, less hemp this one. <laughs> yeah not quite as much hemp around us right the, the own location at the hemp farm with danny ford was a classic i mean we love danny ford and we yes. love that interview uh Damn. that was fantastic so thank you paul kenamore thank you to the listeners for being around and of course we are all about leadership here at the south Carolina Football Hall of Fame, and that requires us to lead ourselves first, and then to lead others. And LeVon Kirkland, you are a leader, my friend. Well, and, thank you. And I know you've got the inside look nugget, so we're coming straight at you. Please give our listeners a little nugget, the inside look with LeVon Kirkland. Well, thank you very much there, Mr. David. And what we want to talk about, we talk about leadership all the time, but do we really talk about self-leadership? And self-leadership, it impacts almost anything in our lives. It impacts our health, our career, and our relationship. One of the skills of being a self-leader is intentional, being intentional. Um, do this for me. Uh, when you wake up or later on tonight, write down everything you're going to do the next day. When you do that, you don't have to be reactive. You're intentional. And that's one of the best skills as far as being a self-leader. Leader. So if you could, if you must, try to be a self-leader because that's going to help you with your objectives and your goals. So that's the inside look for today. Hey, that's very good. So inside look, leading ourselves. Yeah. I, I like that tip of writing it down. Thinking about what you're going to do ahead yeah. of time, being intentional, writing it down. Because sometimes, you know, we let things just kind of, it just kind of happens to us, you know. Even like what you're going to have for lunch, you know. What are you going to do at the 2 o'clock hour or the 3 o'clock hour? Sometimes we have to write that stuff down so we can be intentional, especially when we have a, a goal in mind that we want to achieve. Yeah, I know that's right. Being intentional, I always try to be intentional and uh and that's really i mean that's that's a great tip to success thank you sir mikey football you are helping lead up the uh scouting for the blanchard rogers award we got the trophy out here yes, right sir. here we appreciate evan Tripp putting that trophy out here for us the blanchard rogers trophy this is a very highly coveted trophy in the state of south carolina if you're from south carolina or you came to South Carolina to play at one of the college football programs here, you're eligible for this reward, award. And we've been following you all season long. And if you were born here and you're playing outside the state, like Mason Rudolph, who won it several years ago, then you're also eligible. And we're scouting. We started scouting over 400 kids at the beginning of this, I should say, young men. Yep. Uh, at the beginning of this season, and we've narrowed that down in state, out of state, to less than 20 people. You've been watching and helping. Of course, we're all scouting, and it's yep. and it's and it's your vote that's going to help make this final determination mm -hmm. of who gets to take home the hardware next April at our ceremony. But Mike, 
talk to our listeners. Give us an update of who stood out this past weekend. Sure. I want to thank Hales for being a sponsor of the Blanchard Rogers Trophy for the last what, five years for us. Well, that's it, great. It, it, it's yeah. been fantastic. Lucian Lee Lucian at Lee. Hales Jewelers is an awesome guy. He's passionate about the jewelry business. That's one right. thing I yeah. love about him is yep. he he's in it because he loves that business. So Family-owned business. Treat you great out and, there at Haywood Road. And he has a great name, Lucius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lucian yeah. Lee, he is yeah. great. Well, so, spe- speaking of the Blanchard you, Rogers Lucian. Trophy, the guy who won it last year, yep. he showed out this week. Okay. Yeah. 14 carries, 192 and a touch uh, running the ball. Mm. 14 carries. Wow. 192. That sounds like a, that's a, Mr. Very, that's a good Travis Etienne. <laughs> that sounds like Travis Etienne. It is Travis Etienne. Great, great job. Um, and that's, a, I think, his second highest uh, total of his career. He had his highest total in the week one of this year. All of a sudden, if you don't look now, he's already starting to push his yardage totals up and, mm-hmm. and maybe throwing his name back in in the hat a little bit uh but uh we've had a back-to-back we've had Blanchard a back-to-back Rogers it winner. wouldn't be the first time now he's gonna he's got some he's got, got some, some competition. competition he's got some competition one guy on his team isaiah simmons is ooh, killing ooh. it on the defense that's, that's a ball. man <laughs> no led the team in, in tackles once again with eight had a couple of sacks just a dominant performance he's everywhere more mm-hmm. than what his stats even say if you watch a game he's just in every portion of the yeah. field, which is amazing. He's an offensive coordinator's nightmare. No, no there's no about doubt. It. There's no <laughs> doubt. Uh, but how about Newberry College gets a win? There, there were seven in-state universities that got wins this this week. Nice. Of course, one of them faced another one, and so yeah. it, they kind of canceled each other out. But uh, good job, Citadel. Um, nice win. Uh, but uh, um, Newberry running back Chance Walker from uh, Swansea High School in Gaston, South Carolina, went 26 carries for 261 yards and get the six rushing touchdowns wow. in the same game. Wow. Six. So that I don't know what average. if you didn't know what he did before, he <laughs> may not. It may not matter. You know him now. <laughs> you know what What's he his did name? now. Ch- uh, Chance Walker, running back from Newberry College. Chance Walker uh, put six TDs. Got six TDs in one game. Six TDs in one game. That's balling right there. That's a good job. Um, and then our guy Rogan Wells, the guy that grew up here in Fort Mills. Um, and then went to Valdosta State. We've talked to him a few times. He's a quarterback, right? He's a yeah. quarterback, sophomore. His he's won twenty one consecutive games. Um, in where he his was career, the quarterback, right? He's the quarterback, yeah. not he's just, just the team. A, he's just a sophomore, and he, so That's he, a pretty good he hasn't yeah. lost yeah. yet. Yeah, in Valdosta State, and hasn't lost in two years, just like Clemson. Um, but uh, he went three twenty seven for three touchdowns, passing eighty three yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, on Saturday, and they extended their winning streak. He may have a chance for the next level. He may. Yeah. He may. He may. So a couple of those guys, and then we have to say shout out to Buddy Pugh. Got his 129. Congratulations, win coach! On Congratulations, Saturday. Coach Pugh. Yeah, took over uh, the all-time winningest coach in South Carolina State history. Uh, what an accomplishment! Of course, uh, be uh, taking over his mentor Willie Jeffries. Coach Jeffries, they don't get any better than that. No, coach Jeffries is, is awesome. So that's all I got for yeah. right now. We could go further, but 
in interest of time. Well, well, what about the NFL? You got something to tell us about the NFL? Give, give us a quick Well, snapshot. one of my favorite linebackers that play in the NFL now is Mr. Leonard for the Colts. He just got out the concussion protocol, and for him to come back and intercept my guy, <laughs> man, that's amazing. I, I really love this player. And he comes from South Carolina yep. State, man. And he's a native of South Carolina. Lakeview, South Carolina. That was a great Darius intercept. Leonard. And, yeah, this guy's a Good ball. Job, he was a Darius. defensive player. Uh, rookie defensive player of the year last yes, he year was. too. So and he almost he was right there in the hunt right for the there, for the yeah. Blanchard Rogers yeah, Trophy. He so. almost beat out Mason Rudolph yep. for that he trophy. Was very fantastic. So well, good good professional update. Thank you, listeners, for uh, tuning in. And uh, uh, oh, oh, oh I thought I was going to be able to get out of here without <laughs> having the flag thrown on me. Well, he picked it up pretty early. I was like, uh-oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. in trouble. So. Yeah, right? yeah. But, you know, I do want to thank Coach Jeffries. <laughs> he did give us this flag, and uh, he is a member of our Hall of Fame and a great friend of ours. And so, Coach Jeffries, we love you. Evan Tripp, thank you for all that you do. Keeping us on time. You have thrown the flag. Thank you for listening to the Inside Blitz with Levine Kirkland. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back next week. You're listening to Inside Blitz with Levine Kirkland.